The writer and actor strike that has paralyzed Hollywood is part of the ongoing hot labor summer strike of 2023, becoming the biggest moment for strikes since the 1970s. In Los Angeles, hotel and restaurant workers are holding rolling walkouts. At the same time, United Parcel Services Incorporated unions just reached a historic agreement to avoid a massive strike. If negotiations fail, Detroit's big three automakers will likely join in the coming weeks. Amazon and Starbucks workers have tried to unionize and make some gains. Yesterday, thousands of City of Los Angeles workers walked off the job for 24 hours to protest unfair labor practices. The bottom line for most of these actions is pay and benefits in a moment of soaring corporate profits, high inflation, and a larger question. Why can't much of corporate America appropriately compensate their workers and professionals? Ethnic Media Services Briefing brings experts providing the frontline view of striking workers and the point of view of labor experts on the larger issue at stake. Jorge Rivera, vice chair of the Latinx Writers Committee, Writers Guild of America West, TV writer and producer, discusses incomes in the entertainment industry and notes that Hollywood is largely blue collar. But if you look at at the end credits of any television show or any uh, feature film, there are hundreds of names there, literally hundreds. And out of those hundreds of names, there's a Jennifer Lawrence and a Harrison Ford who are making millions. And everyone else on that list, if they're lucky, are, are making, you know, a hundred grand a year if they're very lucky. Uh, and, you know, so that's the thing we have to remember. Like Hollywood, um, is, uh, is largely a blue collar industry. Um, the people that work on these shows are craftspeople. There are carpenters and painters and builders and teamsters who drive the trucks and hairstylists and artists. And yes, there are background actors and there are writers involved, but those background actors are not making a lot of money. The, the SAG membership is 160,000 members, right? Out of those 160,000, the average income for an actor is 26,000 thousand a year which is barely enough to call which is under twenty six thousand a year which is barely enough to qualify for their health insurance rivetta further explains tech's impact on hollywood's economic model how streaming services destroyed hollywood's living wage and then what happened was in the early aughts entered the uh streaming platforms which is basically the tech the tech economy coming to hollywood so that model was very different. It did not rely on ad sales. It relied only on subscriptions. So there was no ad revenue from first runs. There was no ad revenue from reruns. There was no ad revenue from uh, syndication. And there was no DVD sales because who needs to buy DVDs when everything is available, at a, you know, when you turn on your TV at a, at a moment, at a touch of a button. So that really decimated this business model that has been working for the last 60 years. And even though we won residuals uh, into the, in the 2007 strike for streaming, uh, no one really anticipated how things were going to play out. And so what you have now, amongst among many different effects that that business model has had on the business, the big one, one of the big ones, is that residual checks have greatly reduced the, the amount. So now 
where actors and writers were getting, you know, a $10,000 check for their work because the success of, the, of a show generated that kind of revenue. People are getting uh, checks for like $3 and $4 for the same kind of activity around a show. Streaming companies have shrunk budgets. And so instead of 22 episodes a year, which kept writers and actors working almost the whole year, uh, you have eight and ten, short orders of eight and 10, which keeps people in work for maybe 20 or, you know, 20 weeks tops. And, you know, so short orders and mini rooms and cutting the budgets and combining uh, jobs of support staff has really uh, reduced the amount of possibility of having a sustainable career. Like it has become a gig economy as opposed to a sustainable economy, a sustainable career that would uh, keep you working all year round, but also uh, afford you health insurance and also have a path towards retirement with pensions. All of that is gone. Otto Briseño, co-president Unite Here Local 11, describes the working conditions of hotel employees and explains the demands they have for management. This is the largest strike in the hotel industry Uh, and what they've seen. Um, The hotel industry is making profit records beyond pandemic levels, while our workers are struggling. They're struggling with a high number of inflation and the unbearable cost of housing. We see them couch surfing, taking shifts and renting rooms. If you work in the AM, you rent uh, the room in the PM and vice versa. We see them sleeping in their cars and they're one paycheck away from home from being houseless. We know that they have to, you know, travel two or three hours to make it to work and that this is a burden in in their lives. But this is what leaving the backbone of the hospitality out uh, means uh, and what it creates. This is corporate greed at its best. Our members have voted to strike. This contract includes about 15,000 of our workers, and in 43 hotels, we have struck already. We have had strikes in Pasadena, in downtown LA, in Santa Monica, in Anaheim, in Irvine, in Dana Point, LAX, Beverly Hills, and many, many other cities. The company has come to the table and has made no movement, so we are going to keep pushing. Our demands are very simple. We want to keep hotel workers with a roof over their heads. Wages, pension, health care, and workload issues are our top key issues. Lucero Ramirez, a hotel worker participating in the walkouts, explains what she hopes to accomplish with the strike. As Pilar Marrero, associate editor of Ethnic Media Services, host of this briefing, provides the English translation. Um, Lucero Cuéntanos un poco más de cómo estás, uh, qué es lo que tus compañeros quieren con esta huelga. Uh, tell us what your, you and your co-workers want with this strike. Uh, queremos, obviamente, que nos aumenten un salario, un salario digno, uh, la pensión, el seguro médico, y que traigan los, los niveles de empleados como antes de pandemia, porque ahorita, después de la pandemia, todos tenemos que hacer el trabajo de dos o a veces hasta tres personas. Okay, she says that... Uh, of course, the, the salary, the pension, the healthcare, uh, imp- improvement in the salary, but also that the hotels bring up uh, the number of workers because after the pandemic, uh, they they have less workers and the workers that remain have to do double the work that they used to do before. Watch the full briefing at ethnicmediaservices.com.
KPFK.org. I'm Angela Birdsong with More Than a Sparrow Productions, reporting for KPFK News.